Gio, Aaron, and Rob from the pod now. I can't believe Aaron showed up and got me like, whoa. Whoa. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts is where you'll find this show. This show. You. We finna pop. Oh, fucking God. Oh, fucking God. We My thing is, man, you know you know what? My thing about life is when does it ever stop being a when do you ever stop being a work in progress? Mm. When do you ever stop? That's like never. Cause nobody's perfect. But it's not necessarily perfect, right? It's not necessarily perfect, right? But I feel like there's a such thing as becoming complacent too soon, in a sense, to mm-hmm. where, like, every kid starts out with big dreams. I don't care what kid you are. No mm-hmm. kid is born and says, I'm going to be a coal miner. No kid is born and says, I'm going to work at GM. No kid is born and says, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a be a cashier for the rest of my life. No kid is born and says, I'm going to manage McDonald's. No kid is born and says that. <laughs> See, I disagree, um, and I can say that kids do say it, but they don't mean it because they don't know no better. Because I remember growing up, you know what I wanted to do? My first is what I wanted to do? What? I wanted to work at Sir Pizza. That's <laughs> because you love pizza, you fat Because I loved fuck. fucking pizza. So I wanted to work there. When my when my mom took me there one day, I asked lady for 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 a job application. Yeah, because I, I wanted to make pizza. Okay. See, but but see, all right, without, all right. without hold on, without proper guidance, uh-huh. I should say, without proper guidance, if I was just to be um, working at, at at Sir Pizza, you know that's. That's that's bad. That's exactly what I was gonna say. That's I was bad. gonna say, okay, yes, your you might have wanted to work at Sir Pizza, but your but your brain would have eventually led you out of there. But 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 like I was saying, without without guided, um, without having your dream guided, yeah, then it it basically hits hits a wall, or or you you get lost in the way. Because I'm saying that I want to work at Sir Pizza. No, if I had, if someone was guiding me, they would have guided me. Like, no, you need to own Sir yeah. Pizza. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's that's different from guided yeah. and misguided. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you you come up short. You don't think like having more how to how to own that shit. How yeah. to how to how to Put your foot down. You know what I'm saying. Like how to how to build something of yourself. You just want to be a. Uh, you just want to be a, a a a level one worker. Well, you know how you you know how you were talking right, and you said that um, us being in these composition one classes will make us a better podcasters. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about because my my um my paper is about first generation college students mm-hmm. and when i really think about it 
I'm a first generation college student. Mm-hmm. My grandma Dawn is a nurse, but back then it wasn't college. She don't count. But I, I don't think it was college back then, was it? She went to college. Yeah, she went to. Uh, she went to. I think she went to. She went to. She went to school in Maine somewhere. Wait. So why does she? Why doesn't she count? Because I'm adopted. I th- I thought that's what you were going for. Yeah. Well, my mom's adopted. Yeah, I thought that's what you were yeah. going for. Um, and I was still called bullshit. Um. Because yeah, you're adopted, but what's that gotta matter? You still had family. Period, or at least those who loved you enough to be your guidance. You know, throughout your career. But see, what you have to understand, though, what you have to understand is when they say first generation, they mean the generation from which you were born into. And if and if I do the pedigree back, okay, even okay. even even with my mother's family, I am first generation. With my father's family, like my father, he went, but he never finished. Okay. Um, my grandma Dorothy never went. My uncles never went. Um, my uncle finished high school. My, my uncle got his GED when he was in his late thirties. Um, my I have two yeah. cousins who did prison. St- well, I have three cousins that did prison stints. One did an eighteen year. Um, the other two did, I think, five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, see, but when I said that about our classes, I said that because. Um, like I said, my class, the basis of, of the class is, is, is writing uh, expository essays. Right. And expository basically is the base word, or expose is the base word of expository. Yeah. You know, so it's basically writing that exposes different aspects of a topic that people wouldn't normally think of. Yeah. You know, so I thought as that class, at least now making, at least me, a better podcast because it's writing it has a very close relationship with talking yeah you know so if i can write better and um put together my my thesis and my thoughts together you know in such a way that this class wants me to do yeah i can see that as rubbing off in me and reflecting on me yeah and you know bleeding into the podcast it also gives you a reason to research things other than food <laughs> or because i know you don't be researching or looking to the components of food or spices or foods or yeah anyways i get you yeah for me for me um i i feel like it would make me better make me better because um what knowing that you're a first generation um college student it's not necessarily just that it's it's i've never i've never actually examined or addressed that fact you know what i'm saying it was just always something that i just understood it wasn't anything like like my grand like my grandma's aspirations i don't know what it is and i don't don't know if i want this on the pod but with her being white i never felt like her aspirations were attainable by me Oh, because of the the white and black thing. Yeah, I never felt I never felt like her achievements were attainable by me. Like even her um, 
my my technical grandfather, mm-hmm. um, my my mother's adoptive father, he is a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. And I want to be, I want to go to medical school, but I would never think to call him because for one, we never really had a close relationship. And for two, like I said, I, their accomplishments, I don't see them as attainable by me, not by any measure of what they had to go through to get it versus what I'll have to go through to get it. I don't believe that they'll have, I, I, I don't believe, I, it's not necessarily that they don't, that they have advice for me. I just don't really believe that whatever paths they took, I can follow. I I literally, I have to carve my own path. And that's why I see myself as a first generation college student, because I have to carve my own path. Okay. I mean, in the way that you explained it as, and that she's your adopted grandmother, so she doesn't really qualify as in your generation of your family, your blood born into family, and you have to forge your own way. So even if she was helping you, that's still kind of forging your own way because you're not at least blood related, even though that's bullshit. Um, but I, I get it. I mean, I, I get it. It's crazy, but you know when I when I look at. Um, when I look at uh, children that are that are adopted into white families, like black children, um, or any other minority, you know what I'm saying? I feel great for them, but I also feel kind of sorry for them, just because, um, you know, when you are black and you're raised in a white family with um, at least a decent amount of wealth, even if it's not great wealth is just better wealth than what you what 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 my blood relatives have you know what i'm saying you kind of have you can kind of be tricked into you can be kind of be tricked into a privileged nature into a privileged way of thinking especially as a kid because then once you become an adult those privileges that were allotted to you when you have to stand on your own name versus what they were allotted to you when your grandmother ushered you in who was white, they're going to look a lot different. See, but that's... I can understand that to be true, but I think that may bring in in the argument of nurture versus nature. What do you mean? Because your blood is your nature, and the way you were raised is your nurture. Right. So if you were nurtured into a life of privilege and higher thinking, then that's the way that I would think you would be versus reverting back to your nature side. Well, see, it's not necessarily that. It's not even on a nature versus nurture thing. It's an access thing. And... What I'm saying is right, but it's a mindset thing as well. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me explain. So you know how, of course, my grandmother has white friends. Okay. Right? And I have access to them when I am with her. Let's say I needed one of them as an adult uh-huh. and I didn't have her as the middleman. I don't have access to them unless she is involved. That's but, what I'm talking about. But maybe you do. But I don't. 
See, that's, that's and what I've, tr- I've tried. You I've have? Tri- yes, I have. I have. And unless and unless my grandmother is involved, anything that she's introduced me into, if she isn't a part of the equation, they want nothing to do with me. And that, you know what, that that is when I realized that's when that's that's what really opened my eyes to shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I like But okay. I I I I wanna say I hear you with that. But like yeah, okay I, I, I lost for like say. for example, right? Yeah, okay. My, my, my mama's my mama's black friends or my grandma's black friend, my, my black grandma's black friends, I can always go to them. I can always kick it with them. I can always have access to them. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, but that's just kind of a bad dealt hand in a way. Um, and everybody gets different hands to a certain degree. Perhaps. You know? Um, it could just be my hand. Yeah, that's that's. It could. It could. That's that, absolutely right. Just your hand. It man. could. Ju- it could just be the hand I was dealt. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Yeah, pretty much because because the, there there are there are there are a lot of other um, successful uh, black men who's raised in a white family, you know, who had money. And what he was nurtured into um, end up allowing him to surpass the white family's wealth. But see, but see, but, but see, know? the thing is, though, the thing is, though, is I know that any black child that was raised in a white family, they had that moment when they found out they were the black one. Yeah. And that's why I said it's a mindset. Because, yeah, you may have that. You 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 realize that moment that you're black. Every single probably black kid who grew up in a white family had that moment. Even yeah. look at, even look at my wife. I know she's had to have had that moment. My mom had it. She had it. and and she still. I think she still does sometimes. She had an extreme identity crisis. Right. And and, and we all and we all go through our identity right. crisis. But like I said, it's a mindset thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you gonna are you going to Listen and and um, basically use the things that, that that the white family had taught you, or are you gonna really uh, revert back into your nature side? You know, like I said that's that's nurture and nature. That's a mindset. I guess it depends on the situation. So where are we starting a podcast, Josh? I Man, we already started it. I just, just we can introduce ourselves. Oh, FUE lit podcast, man. Um, I'm Gio, aka Malcolm Next. You might start with Martin, but you're gonna get Malcolm Next, aka King Omob, King of Minding My Own Business. And then I got a new one. Okay, God, so from one. now on, not another one. So from now on, no. I'm, not, I'm not saying keep it 100. I'm just gonna have oh something God. different for keep it a bean, keep it a bean, keep it a bean stalk, keep it a refried bean, keep it a green bean, keep it a string bean, what? keep it a kidney bean, a pinto bean, a baked bean. Hold on, man. Define bean. Like keep it a what? bean. That's what they say. Keep it a bean. You you ain't never heard stupid. You ain't nigga. never heard keep it a bean. <laughs> 
don't listen to enough stuff. God, man. You ain't never heard Keep It A Bean? This nigga. I'm going to keep it a bean. Fucking idiot. Keep it a bean bag. Anyways. Um, bean casserole. Before this dude just took away all the happiness <laughs> in the room <laughs> with this stupidity. Keep it a kidney bean. Uh, I was uh, happy. Uh, Teddy Brown, a.k.a. Fatboy JB and all. Uh, streaming platforms. Oh, I got a new one. Here it go. Here it oh, go. No. Oh, big brownie. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm big and delicious. Pause. <laughs> no, that ain't no fucking pause, nigga. Moment of silence. That's fast forward. One more. Uh huh. So, all right. So before we get started, man. Oh, let me get this mic closer to me real quick. Um, R.I.P. to Michael K. Williams. Bring that up. Big R.I.P. to Michael K. I was Williams, gonna bring that up. Man. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big. I was a huge fan. Uh-huh. I still am. I've seen The Wire three times, three and a half times, and I'm on my fourth time. Um, and I've seen Happen Larry. I've seen just about everything he's been in. Lovecraft County, country. What was that? Lovecraft country. Lovecraft country. Oh uh-huh. my god. Amazing work. Mm-hmm. Like, we've been losing some Titans. Uh, we lose Titans every year. So, RIP to Michael K. Williams. RIP, brother. Um, so, off that note, um, Matrix 4. I don't, have, I don't have a take on it because I've never seen the Matrix. Maybe, maybe that's enough for me to have a take because I've never seen it. I've never seen The Matrix. Man, like I said in the group chat, you ain't missing nothing. For real. And, and I just, like I said, maybe I do need to rewatch it again as an adult. Yeah. Because all the times that I watched it, I was a young adult, yeah. if not teenager. Yeah. And I just couldn't fully grasp the concept. It was cool. Yeah. You know, the action scenes and stuff, but the story... I couldn't wrap my mind around it at the time. So maybe I need to rewatch it. Like I feel like I feel like Matrix I feel like the Matrix was one of them cult like one of them super duper cult classics. Like there was like mm. you knew you knew the people in the school that liked and believed in the Matrix. It wasn't everybody. Mm. They they hung out in a specific area by themselves and okay. Okay. they there it was a specific kind of motherfucker that Believed in the Matrix, and every time you spoke to them, they had a Matrix reference. But now, now, now that it's a now that it's a classic, I think that's a generational thing, though. What you mean? When like in, in generations, as in like the the generations, as in it was this movie because this was the last great movie, and then it moved on to the next great movie. You know, because I can say people who was on that Matrix tip uh, evolved into like that Harry Potter tip. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. like. Like for me, for me, like the Matrix craze and people, how people swear by it and believe that it has some kind of hidden message about, um, about the government and and, uh-huh. and how life is and yeah. the universes and shit. Like I feel like there are people that are that crazy about a movie like Inception. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I never, I never really understood Inception. Is that a, is that a cult classic? Yeah, people love the fuck out of Inception. I know, like. The big Lebowski. Yep, that, that too. Th- th- that's a cult, yeah. cult following. Yeah, that too. Um, yeah, uh, Wayne's World. Wayne's World is one? Yeah. Uh, cult classic uh, Wayne's Jay and, World? Jay and Silent Bob. I've never seen that one, so I don't know about that one. That's that's a big one. 
Um, I think they said uh, what's that? What's that one? What's that one with John Travolta? Grease. Yeah, Grease. That's a cult classic. Really? Yeah. Um, I thought it was just a box office hit. No, because people who like they like that that seventies disco kind of yeah. vibe thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the whole kind of. Um, Didn't Dirty yeah. Dancing come out around the same time? I think so, something like that. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like people who like live in that in that in that era. Yeah. In 2021. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Fair. that's. Oh, I didn't. I didn't think. I didn't think about that. Show tunes in 2021. Uh huh. Huh. Have you seen uh, Candyman? I seen the original when I was young. I don't really remember it. Yeah. And the new one, I have not yet. Uh, I started it as a bootleg. Fell asleep on it. Uh-huh. I was tired. It's not that it wasn't good. I just mm-hmm. fell asleep. Mm-hmm. So I'm skeptical about going back and watching it just because the bootleg is still kind of grainy. So I might give it some more time. Have you watched Cruella yet? I have. What do you think? I said in the group chat, you need to scroll up. But I thought it was amazing. I thought it was definitely... I agreed with you on Cruella being top five. Cruella is 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 pitch perfect. There is there was no mistakes in that yeah. movie. Yeah. Like that movie, that movie could have come out... That movie could have come out when the original Disney movies came out in like the 60s and been just as good. Um... Uh, I don't know. Like, cause I believe I don't know about that one. Because I believe that I believe that they should have tackled that they should have made Cruella a bigger star. She was a rising star, but I don't. But I'm I'm just no. I just like she, mean like it, that that was. I think what you are saying is like if they would have made it longer and show more of her um, progression as a fashion. Um, but was it artista or barista or what's the fuck? Fashionista. Fashionista. Yeah, yeah that's it. Fashionista. Um, you wanted to see more of her rise when this was her origin and how she started, like how she started to be. A but it's not necessarily. No, it's not necessarily that. I'm simply saying that I believe she should have been more of a presence in Disney. Just in just as just as. Um, just as much as like Aladdin or Lion King or things of that nature, well, she should have been more present. But she was a villain. Villains are never glorified. Like, like I, I think that's more of the a new age trend, and that's another reason why I love the movie because they kept it true to her. So you don't think Jafar was more present than Cruella? No. Yes, he was. No. Yes, he was. Mm-mm. How many how, how many uh no. how how many Aladdin movies is there? Uh, two. No. There's my, three. Okay. How many versions of 101 Dalmatian is there? Like two. I think it's three. But I just think she should have been more of a presence. But I'm glad that I'm glad think, that they brought her but, to the forefront. But you know what though? Like I I I hear what you're saying, but I think she got just as much respect as any other villain in Disney because she was always fucking around. Like, yeah, she's been she's been around since the 60s. Cruella was by far the most unique 
and still is the most unique villain in the entire Disney universe. I think so. She's the most unique? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think How? so. An evil fashionista who wants to skin dogs? That's the most unique. And then and then her her personality, you know what I'm saying? See, no because her personality just made her be a grumpy ass uh dog killing bitch. Like she 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 didn't before watching the movie Cruella nowadays. You never thought of her in a different way than just being a a mean old dog killing bitch. No. Or animal not, killing bitch. Not necessarily. She was a mean old rich, wealthy. That's that all 90% of villains period in all uh, not all at least marvel side which is disney still um even though they didn't whatever disney period all of them start off start as rich okay so who is a more unique villain than cruel <clears throat> i never even thought about that man um That that can hold up that can hold a movie down, a movie about a villain. You think you think that Jafar would hold a movie down? That's the only one you've been saying. Because that's the only one I can think of. You think Scar will hold a movie down? That might be. A I think he movie. did. That might be a no. Scar doesn't have his own movie. I gotta look it up. Um, they, I know they, 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 did, they did a movie about Scar's son, but they ain't do no movie about Scar. Did Ursula get her own? Get her own? No, but that would be dope. I feel like Ursula and Cruella are kind of in the same vein. I can see that. But yeah. I can see her. I can see her, yeah. her having her own. Bro, what if, what if Cruella and Ursula came together? I believe they did in a video game. Dog, what if, what if Ursula sold Cruella mermaid thingies? <laughs> <laughs> the the fins and shit, and she was just killing the mermaid. <laughs> So Ursula was uh, Cruella's supplier. <laughs> yeah, that's she, hilarious. She was like, this is the this is the new spring collection. I can see that happening. That would be crazy. Have, have bitches see. hopping around <laughs> with mermaid yeah. tails. That I, would be funny as hell. That would that would honestly be kind of dope. That would be funny as hell. Like, where are you getting this? Yeah, that's funny. That would be funny as hell, and then you, and then they find out it's just some big slave trade under the water. <laughs> but who would figure it out though? Right, that's what, that, I'm, that's saying. what I'm trying to think. Like, who would figure it out? Exactly. That's... No, no. What what hero would be the one figuring it out? Ariel. Uh, no, because Ariel. Oh, yeah. Uh. Ariel. And what if, because you know how they were trying to make the Black Mermaid. What if that was the Black Mermaid movie? Ooh, that, that would be, be hilarious. That would be crazy. That movie's still coming out. See? It's still coming. Isn't it timely? That would be crazy. So, they, so, so they have Emma Stone playing Cruella listen. in the Black Little Mermaid. Who's going to be? I mean, have they said it? Who's going to be Ursula? Or the version, that version of El Ursula? It gotta be Monique. <laughs> it's gotta be Monique. Oh, God it gotta damn. be Monique, bro. Oh, damn. It gotta be Monique, bro. Who else can do it? Uh, 
Gabrielle Sudebe. Medea. Oh, yeah. Medea Mermaid. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. She's not Disney, though. No, but so oh. what? Tyler Perry got the cheese. That's funny as hell. That would be nuts. I can see that, too. Yeah. Medea, Medea, Medea the Mermaid. <laughs> That's the only person I can think of to do it would be uh I say Gabrielle Sudebe. Be Monique or nah, cause she 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 doesn't have the personality for it. Mm. Like think think about have you Does seen gotta be a big black lady? Yes. Did you see Ursula? No. What about what Ursula about... was a big black woman. Who you think she gonna be? Rosie O'Donnell? She no. couldn't pull it off. What about that one, the, the one, the, the funny ass chunky white girl? Uh, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Um, she's not funny to me. I think she's hilarious. She's not funny. And then, and then she, I don't, I don't think she knows how to be evil. No, I, I think she can pull it off. She, she's a white woman. Hey, but I, I ain't gonna lie. I've been watching um, Nine Perfect Strangers on Hulu. She kind of thick. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. She kind of thick. Yeah. She's sneaky thick. You can have that. Like, you know, I like my women BBW. Yeah, I do too. Type but of fuck you dry and then go out to lunch with you. I need a cute one. She's she's not Josh type. But anyways. Shallow how. Yep. Um <laughs> So, all right. What's the what was the next topic I had? Um, I was gonna say something. I completely. Forgot oh, go ahead. No, I forgot. Go ahead. I got. I got to go back through my topics that I had last time. Anyway. Oh no. Oh what, no. What's the topic? I, oh, uh, China. China. Yeah, China. Chicken China. The Chinese chicken. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I said this to you and you ignored me. But China is doing an online gaming ban. Oh yeah. Sure. They're they're making it three hours it's, a week. And holidays. That means that you they can three days out of the week. But that's they can only use for it. students. It's only for students. You know these for the fact. Yes, it's only for students. Well, that takes all the fun out of it. I, 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 I read the article. I'm pretty damn sure the, the article says for, only for students. <sighs> if I'm wrong, I'll shut up. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it says students. If that's the case, then. It takes all the fun out of it for me, if you really think about it. Cause okay, if it's if it's just for students, then oh yeah, it does makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's why I ignored you. If it's, I thought it was for everybody. Uh, so you didn't read the whole art. You didn't read, read the article. Hell no. See, <laughs> you be running with with headlines. Hell yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, not all the time. Ninety percent of the time, you be running the hell out. Of because you know lines. what it was. Because you know what it was. It wasn't even necessarily that. Um, it wasn't even necessarily that China was banning um, online gaming. It was uh, for students or whatever. It wasn't even the fact that it was China. It was just the fact that it was a government entity banning something. You know what I'm saying. I don't see how they can monitor it, really. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. I mean, they—I don't know. They're they are the the origin, well, not the origin, but they have a lot of really smart Chinese people that can probably develop some sort of algorithmic 
at, you know, program that um, that tracks students' um, gaming time somehow, probably because most games are connected to the internet and they can, anyways, it's probably very simple for them to do. But see, here's my question, all right? How would they do that with, because if you're a student, are they going to be forced to log in with student accounts? Um, because I'm pretty sure, okay, the hour's up, then I can just log in with my big brother's account who's graduated from school. Or I can just make one and lie and say I'm an adult. Yeah. That's, like that's, 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 that's what I was going to say. That's how of. kids get on porn. They just say, I'm 18. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. We answered our own question, or you did. That's all I have for topics, really. <laughs> oh, man. You got any? What was that one? Did you hear um, Certified Lover Boy and Donda? Yeah. Well, you know, you know this is the Donda. Did you listen, listen to him? Nope. How are you gonna even bring it up? Like, like you got a take on it? My take is no take. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. My take is no take. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I haven't been excited for music these days. I haven't. Look, I just want. They don't. Go. They don't. They don't make music for me anymore. Before we go too deep into the rabbit hole, I just want to say that Certified Lover Boy was trash. I've been hearing that. Why that was, was what seventeen, almost twenty songs of trash. Why was it trash? Man, I felt like at this point Drake is running on fumes. What do Real you mean? Shit. Out of how many songs that shit got on? Hold on, let me see. Certified Lover Boy. We're looking up how many songs is on there. And Gio is gonna keep talking so that we don't have dead air. Right. I I just, I just wanna I just wanna sound like I'm like I know something. <clears throat> so Where's it, it looks like it has right there. Eight songs. No eight songs? That's twenty one songs. I know I'm lying. Nigga. But <clears throat> out of twenty one songs, I think there are four good ones. Four. Four? I I I would give it a four. Five okay. five five max. Okay, and here's my question. So, that's, right? so would you say that his songs don't have hit potential or you just don't like them? No, the five that I say are have hit potential. And those are the only ones that do. The only ones that do the those are only good ones, and the only ones that have hit potential. Okay, and what about Donda? What do you rate that? I will give. Hmm, it's definitely better. Out of the war between Kanye and Drake, Kanye won. What's hands better? Down, hands down. What's better? About um, it? The vibe is better. The music uh, is better. Uh, he has a he has a lot of dope songs on there. I would say at least half of the album is is is, is dope. 
You know, he got some. I'll say even for me, I would say more than half. I would say I think there's what seventeen songs on there. Mm. Let's look that one up real quick. On Donda. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> you know what's crazy? I feel like I feel like there are very few artists nowadays that can get away with dropping twenty song projects. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like niggas ain't trying to hear that shit. But. The problem with dropping, the problem with dropping. Okay, full, well, yeah, down to is, is twenty seven songs. God, it, it, you listen to all of them? Yeah, it's it's pretty long. Oh hell no! Nah. It's pretty long. That's a Stephen King book. But it wasn't all the, all at one time. That shit is that shit is mad long. That's the new Justice League movie. But that's twenty seven songs, and I'm guaranteed, and and I would say at least half of those is good, at least half. What's good about if, them? If not more, just. The the music, the composition of it, um, the bars, um, the feel, the vibe, you know, the replayability. Yeah. Um, at least half. Yeah. At least half. Certified Little Boy, four, five max. You know what I'm saying? That shit was trash. And like one thing that I really realized, you know, Drake was the um the first to do the, who the first to be successful, um, I say commercially and uh, streetwise to be a singer and slash rapper. You know, like he he sang, and he didn't sing, but he sung um, while he rapped, and he was real emotional with with his shit to the point where like he achieved great success in doing it. Higher than what anybody else has. So Drake was not the first singer rapper, but he got the most success. Is what I'm, what I'm trying no. to say. What person that's doing what Drake is doing is bigger than Drake? Okay, as far as okay, as far as the most success. Okay, I'll give you that. Okay, so that's but how, as far as but as far as pioneers. No, he's not. A, he's not a pioneer, but he's just reached the best the best success out of Nelly? it. Nelly. Uh, he Drake had a better career. Ja Rule, better career. Okay, he had a better career, but I'm just talking about as far as you saying he was the first. You gotta take that. Oh back. no, 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 no. The first to reach great success. Yeah, his Drake's success is unmeasurable. Yeah, you know, but what I'm trying to say is that in Certified Lover Boy, there was a song where he was singing, and coming from a person who sings, yeah, you know, um, he was trying. To the point where he sounded terrible. Yeah. You know, like, you know how auto tune is supposed to be like your 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 net yeah. in a way and make you sound good. To yeah. me, he sounded terrible, especially when there's like other rappers out there right now who's doing it way better. Like Rod Wave, the way he does it, he's doing it way better than Drake. Right. Way better than Drake, and he can actually kind of sing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like Drake, Drake can keep a Britney Britney Spears type of note. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you got to be able to sing a little bit more. And um, it, was, it, was, it was just trash. All of it was trash. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it sucks because we wait for so long for a Drake album. You know what I'm saying? Drake is... I don't is, wait. The, the world highly anticipates Drake's music. Right. You know... And for him to put out something that is that trash should be a fucking shame of him fucking self. But you know what it is though, and I'm I'm gonna put I'm gonna kind of take this take from Joe Budden, and this is why his music isn't 
his music probably isn't reach is as great as you think it should be. It's because he has his hands in so much other shit. This nigga is like next level rich. Like he, no, he's, he is. like he's he's probably got a lot of other worries. He's probably got a lot of other shit on his mind and on his plate. So, you know what I'm saying? He's probably doing this doing these songs as he goes. So he's giving you the best he can for what his life allows him to do. Like he probably literally has to literally has minimal time that he can spend in the studio. Like imagine so, all of the so, so, money. So 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 Kanye doesn't what? You cannot say that Drake has reached a more success and accumulated more than Kanye West. It's debatable. He is not a bigger star as Kanye West. Musically? No. Shit. No. No. Um and I can disagree with that. Musically? Okay, and I, I, I would entertain that. Okay? I can disagree with that. I can I can entertain that. Okay, because that's that's I would say it's not arguable, but I can understand it in some other people's view because Kanye West is kind of a different generation than Drake. Yeah. So depending on who you ask, that's like arguing in a way Jordan versus LeBron. And see here's my thing. Like for me, I feel like Drake is who Wayne wished he could be. Because Wayne was Wayne was projected to do as well as Drake did, as well as Drake has done. Wayne Wayne was projected to not ever lose. He was projected to just keep keep winning, keep winning, keep winning, keep winning. You see, and you think that he stopped winning? Yeah. I think it's a generation thing. Kanye and Lil Wayne was in the same generation. And to us, if you listen to Wayne, Little Wayne is still is still dope. I mean, he's still dope, but he still doesn't have but he doesn't have his finger on the pulse of the culture anymore. Anymore. Wayne Wayne Anymore. Wayne Wayne doesn't either. Wayne he, no I'm Wayne, saying Wayne, Wayne and Kanye ran the shit together. But I'm saying Wayne was Wayne was killing shit. They were the top two at the time. Yeah. Who who was bigger than Wayne and Kanye for our generation? I could argue, yeah, nobody. Nobody. They 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 were the top two, you know. So it's just a generation thing, you know. Um, Would you say Kanye has achieved more than Diddy? Yes, because Kanye is the richest black person in history. He's the what? He's the richest black person in history. Nah. In history. And that's what I mean by that. That's why I mean by uh, and everything you said Drake has on his mind and everything that's on his plate. So you're saying Drake has more shit on the plate than Kanye? <sighs> Here you go talking money again. You, that's what, you brought it up. I wasn't necessarily just meaning money. I was meaning culture wise. Still. Still even with that. I think Drake is bigger culturally. Mm-mm. How when when? Okay, I think you might have to define what you're saying culturally is in your context. I mean, hip hop culture, rap culture. I don't think I don't I don't think Kanye because when because Kanye lost us. Well, that's 
once again, that's a generation thing, I think. Um, and I, I hear you because people like to do exactly what you do and run with headlines versus um, really understanding oh, what. Oh no! It Don't you is. paint this narrative of me <laughs> of a headline chaser because I did it one time. You buster! You are fucking lying. You know it. If Rob was here, we would put your ass on front front street. It was maybe like you twice. Was, uh, it was maybe like you twice. was going to hell in gasoline draws. <laughs> I'm already doing that. <laughs> Just add some more gas. I'm already doing that. Oh man, you about to go on a fucking uh, fucking gas balloon. Oh, I'm going to hell in a tanker. Yeah, yeah. There we go. I'm going to hell. In, no, literally, yeah. I'm not driving it. I'm going to be in the back. That's, that's gonna be your coffin. Swimming in gasoline. That's where I'm. Yeah, that's, that's your coffin. Yeah, um, I'm burning like a motherfucker. <laughs> there ain't gonna be nothing left of me. Um, but yeah, dude, that's that's a fucking lie. You you do that shit all the fucking time, all the fucking no, I time. Don't. Yes, you do, G. I read articles. <laughs> I bet I read more articles than you. Use a fucking lie. No, I'm not. Use a fucking lie. Nope. Why? Because I don't have time. I ignore you when you when you bring that shit up. No. Yeah, because you're an idiot. No, because I actually read the shit and realize there's nothing fucking wrong with it. You don't get to use this narrative on me just because <laughs> I didn't read the Chinese article about them game banning games. There's a lot of shit you don't pay attention to. You don't read fucking articles. That's not true. Gee, you don't read them most of the time then. No. And that is very true. I would true. say like 25% of the time. If I just don't give a shit, then I won't read the article. That's exactly what I just said. You said most of the time. That's not most of the time. No, you read articles 25% of the time. No, I read them 75% no, of the time. No, that's a lie. <laughs> that's not a lie. That's your tanker, man. Oh, my God. That's a lie. Do you hear this? Yeah. Yeah. It's just me and you. I will not be insulted by the likes of you. Okay, so the next the next topic I have, this this is the last topic I have for real. So, all right. A lot of times when I watch documentaries, especially if I like them, I go down rabbit holes. And this I've been on a 9/11 rabbit hole because the 20 year um, anniversary of the 9-11 attacks is approaching Mm -hmm. and I happened upon a movie on Netflix called Worth and it's actually very intriguing because it's not even something that I thought about so basically Worth is about the lawyer who took on representing the families of those that lost loved ones in the towers and them seeking compensation from the government and the government basically telling them how much their fan that they basically had to go through separately finding out how much their families were worth how much the you know their 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 families deaths were worth that's a topic the one thing that you that you brought up about worth about People's lives. Yeah, I said, how much is a life worth? Yeah, that's the next one. Um, how much is a life worth? What are you talking about in regards to the 9-11? Just in general. No, well, well to answer your first question, so we don't run off on a, on a, on a tangent. Um, it's the same. It's, it's the same. It's the same topic. 
I'm saying how much how much is a life worth? Like if you if if that's especially he, like especially, if, you're, if you're tying this to the same conversation that we had, that's a way different conversation. It's not because bro, you didn't say nothing about nine eleven the first time. I did. I absolutely did. All right. Or you said it a different way. All right, let's do this. Uh, let me pull up the group chat because I remember what I said, sort of. I said, and I quote, hold on, I'm getting there. Damn, y'all niggas talk a lot. Um, That was you and your fucking 50 million dumbass gifts. A gif. Don't niggerize me, I'm Jif God. All right. All right, so I said, so I said, got a pod topic. How much is a life worth? I'm asking because I'm watching this movie on Netflix called Worth about families of those lost in 9-11 and the lawyer who represented them in seeking compensation for the loss of their family members. What the fuck is you talking about? Okay, I was wrong. Just like you don't read, you fuck, didn't read it. Just like you didn't read the articles of the shit that you posted. And you don't read the group chat. Okay. All right. But that makes my answer seem completely assholeish now that you explained it in at least a way that I can understand it. So don't say my answer. I literally there. just read what I, I said in the group chat. I know, and I, and I remember my response in the group chat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like my response now can't be the same. You know, can't, my response then can't be the same now. Yeah. Okay. So, being that you know what you know about what you should have already known, if you actually read what I said, <laughs> <laughs> what is Shut your up. take? <laughs> um, I just kind of want to know what makes them feel that they're entitled to this money um, for their loved ones. Is it an insurance claim? Um, is it that you're mad because, or you're grieving because your family member died in this horrible, horrible attack? So you feel that the government owes you something? Like why? Why are you entitled to this money? Well, let me. Well, let me tell you. Let me. Let me put it in perspective for you. Right. So here's the thing. When you are at work, if you are at work and you die on the job for whatever reason, you are entitled to compensation. Okay. And that right there, I completely understand. I agree with you. Don't 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 gotta go no further with that. But there was now the families that are trying to get this money, okay? Uh uh-huh. were there any just People in there that don't work in the building that's trying to get this money. I don't know. See, if it's workman's comp for your family, then yes, I 100% agree and have no quarrels with what they're doing. But if it was just somebody that was just in there being a tourist or, um, you know, there, there. Anybody who's in the building that wasn't working, period, um, 
why are they feeling that they are entitled to this money if that's if they are the ones that are going for this but see here's here's the thing right and this and this this is what you got to think about these these businesses are billion dollar corporations and so what happens is you have this billion dollar corporation and another billion dollar corporation's plane crashed into this billion dollar corporation's building and you were in it you didn't choose to be there i mean i mean you didn't choose to die and, and, and i didn't choose for you to die either but in this system that is how that works in this system the business of which you are in has some kind of liability to your to the harm that is caused to you. That's why so many people get slip and fall settlements. Okay, yeah. It's the same thing. Okay. So <clears throat> you remember when um that guy broke into the lady's home uh-huh. and like he fell on he fell into a knife or some shit. Yeah. You broke into my home and you fall on a knife. He sues the person, the lady the lady, and wins. You think that's right? I don't think it's right. So that's the exact same thing. It's like we didn't plan. You did. You were here. Uh You were in my scenario. Yes, the guy was committing a crime. Right. In your scenario, no, they're just there. But the but the basis of of it still remain the same. You know, like. Well, see, we can't control what happens when you do this. What's, so therefore, you think that just because um, two pieces of billion dollar equipment, you know, collided and caused you to lose your life, now I gotta pay you for it. See, here's the thing about that, right? It's not what I've learned about our about our system. Our justice system, our legal system, our small claims court system, it's not necessarily about right or wrong. It always comes down to it always comes down to representation and what it is that you come to fight with. Because it's it's not it's it's not about right or wrong. It's what you can negotiate yourself into getting. If that if that guy who fell on the knife had a good enough lawyer to convince whatever, yeah, obviously to, to convince whoever the fuck he had to convince uh-huh. to get what he had to get, that's how this system works. You just have to be able to convince who you got to convince to get what it is you got to get. And those families, they needed a lawyer to convince the government. That they were due money. Now, the people who were working, what they were entitled to, in my opinion, was lost wages. Oh, they were, no, they were entitled to, to everything. But I'm saying, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm just talking about on a simple scale. Right. Let's, let's just say starting. Let's just say starting. At least that. At least that. Okay. At least, because I am, I am for sure missing this financially. That If you can prove that. You can't prove in court... You, you can't prove in court what the absence of a loved one is going to do. You can't really get that far with that. But you well, can prove certain things on paper as far as mon- monetarily. See, and I can agree with you in there, but yet there's two sides of family. Is Are you talking about your wife and your kids or your mom and your dad? Yeah, see, that's kind of different. But see, but see what they were doing in the movie. I didn't finish the movie, but because it was, it's, it's a, it's a very hard movie to watch. You have to watch it in pieces. It's very, very hard to watch. Mm-hmm. It's very, very tear jerking. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I was getting from the movie 
was they were doing one payment, one payout per per family. So why do you feel that like should have been multiple? No, I didn't say that was multiple. I just said that you said no. that you said that were there separate payments as far as um the 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 wife and kids and the mothers and the no, fathers. No, no, no. <clears throat> I wasn't saying it was there separate payments. I'm saying um that's different families. Like you said that they should be getting paid at least their loss of wages. Their family should be getting paid at least their losses of wages because yeah. you don't know how how bad you damage the family dynamic with yeah. that with that love lost one. Yeah. That's a wife. Yeah. Fighting for, you know, the lost wages of her of her husband. Yeah. Yes, she's entitled to that. But is a mom or dad entitled to some money because their kid died into, you know, into this this accident? And that's what I'm saying. How can you prove how do you put a dollar sign on pain and suffering or missing a loved one in court how do you how do you how do you, you got to separate it how do you get that across how do you how does that win how you, can you how how can you you got to separate it <clears throat> period you 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 got you got to separate it because yeah it was a horrible horrible accident and you don't wish that on your worst on your worst enemy um if you have family that was affected by it then you know that's incredibly sad, you know. And, and then I'm, they I'm can always make the argument: money's not going to bring your loved one back. Yeah, that that too, you know. But I'm saying separated because you just can't control that shit. I mean, that that's like that was an act of God. Yeah. Not not even an act of I wouldn't even say that was an act of God, but it was just a a, a random act of violence. Yeah. On on unplanned, you know. And just like I said, just because your, you know, son died in this in this thing, I don't understand how in the world I would owe you money because you're grieving. Like, I just I don't I don't I don't get it. Yeah. You know, and and, and even if it was my own kid. I still wouldn't even try to fight for that, like not me personally, because like, how do they owe me money? So, so you know, if if your if your if your son got shot in Quality Dairy, it's Quality Dairy's fault. You know? No, it's not. It's like, how 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 can you come at me for money because you died in my building? Like, I that's just. But see, here's my thing, right? Okay, how how much of the stock, how much of the stock, because you know, we as Americans, we, <clears throat> well, not black, not right now, but during that time, we as Americans, we depend on the police and we depend on the firefighters. And as far as firefighters, we depend on them to run into a burning building and rescue us to safety. How much of that falls on the police department not being able to save people? You see, this... Because you know what? Because their wages come out of our taxes. And if they can't save us, then what are we paying for? Now, I'm I'm not saying that... There, there were people that, at a certain height in the building, they were unsavable. Like, like below the... Pl- like, 
a certain level below the plane, you could be saved. But uh, anything above where the plane crashed, they were all screwed. Yeah. See, I don't know if this is where you're going, but this is what triggered in me. Uh Okay. Back when I was training to be an EMT paramedic and and I was on the path to become a firefighter, um... You know, you have the, um, they teach you about liability, you know, and how like, um, there'd be sometimes where, you know, like a person was, when a person needed, um, a chest compressions, uh-huh. you know, um, and you end up kind of breaking their ribs because you're doing, you're trying to save their lives, giving them, give, giving them compressions to the chest, you know, trying to yeah. resuscitate them. So, because you broke their ribs, um, they want to sue you for malpractice, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, improper lifting techniques, you know, in an in a, in a, in a extreme situation, you know, it's bullshit. Um, you know, when, when just random shit happens that you cannot control and then you want to sue me. Um, because you feel that I, um, well, I, I, I didn't do this correctly. I had a, a instance of, of malpractice, you know, that's, that's bullshit. But also, also a lot of those firefighters were dying in there. There were firefighters that died in there when that, when the building completely collapsed. Right. And, so that, and that's, that's comes with the job. There were some people that were literally unsavable. Yeah. Like, like. <laughs> How how do you convince somebody to go in like to go into an, a situation so impossible? Like that was an impossible situation. Like and, that, like when that building fell, it crumbled, and that's hundreds of floors coming down on top of people. You There's know, not a human being that can withstand that. As somebody, like I said once again, that was that was in that was in the medical field who was striving to be in the medical field. I love to help people, and when I was in it, I felt like there was nothing that wasn't possible, or I was going to do anything that I could to um, make the impossible possible. If you basically, if you needed my help, I'm going to go to hell and back trying to help you and get you out of the situation. And I feel like a lot of um, first responders. And firefighters and paramedics and EMTs and doctors, you know, and even nurses, maybe, you know, they feel like they're can they're gonna try to at least do anything and everything they can, hmm. you know, no matter how bleak the outcome feels. So you would have ran your ass up in the World Trade Center. Yeah, as a firefighter, that's that was I I would have took that oath. Yeah, as a police officer, you take that oath to to be there for yeah. the for the public. I mean, I get it, and I commend those that did, because that is that's a hell of a sacrifice. Yeah, and then on top of that, like a lot of these jobs are thankless. A lot of these jobs, you get more complaints than you do thanks. Oh yeah, definitely. That's another that's a, that's another thing, man. Because another topic because. How in the world can you tell me that LeBron James deserves to get paid more than a firefighter? You can't. Or 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 a police officer. 
You can't. You know? Or a teacher. Yeah, or a teacher. What 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 value? What value? What more value does LeBron James bring to your child than the teachers who sit up with them eight hours a day? Uh-huh. What more value does he bring to them that he has to be paid a hundred times more than them? Or a doctor that literally saves your children's life. Or a doctor. Like know. what more value does he do, do? Do does a celebrity bring to you than that? And and it's just, ugh, oh my God, I can rant all day about this. Yeah. It just, it just shows you what this country thinks of. And the only if, argument that let's 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 let me play devil's advocate because I just because you just have to. We know no, just because there's gonna be people in the comments that are gonna do it. So, you know, um. The only thing that maybe they can say why LeBron James makes more is marketability. You know, entertainment and marketability. He can sell his likeness basically to the world. And if you multiply the world compared to the lives that that doctors are going to touch and their career is insurmountable. Yeah. I just I just wonder what life would be like if everybody really had a choice of what they wanted to do. If 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 you know, if the teacher didn't need that job. If the if the firefighter didn't need that job, if the police officers didn't need that job, if they weren't filling those seats. I think other people would. Or, I mean, what if no one did? I don't think that. Then no one would do it. Because there are people who dreamed of being a cop. Who dreamed of being a firefighter. You know? Some people only dream that high. But see, my thing is, bro, I feel like I feel like this next generation, this next generation coming in is kind of scary to me. Because, because they, they all aspire higher than that. They it's it's not necessarily that they aspire higher than just the fact that they aspire differently. Mm-hmm. Like this, especially with COVID, COVID to me ushered in the culture of entrepreneurship. You know what I'm saying? And not having a boss, uh, not mm-hmm. f- of 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 flexing, not going to college and making six figures and a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like I feel like I feel like that is becoming is going to make up our our um our next few generations because but, we're because we but people didn't tell us college was a scam. People are telling these kids college college is a scam. But and these kids believe college is a scam. Um. It's different. It's different. Um, damn, I can't remember fucking why it was different. It'll come back to me. <laughs> but ahead, also, but but also, what could happen is just you know business as usual. The co- the college kids go to college. The firefighters become the firefighters. The nurses become the nurses. The doctors become the doctors. But then, 
there's just always that there's just always that bunch that stands out and they move the marker. You know what I'm saying? And they change the face of things so that you start seeing more of an entrepreneurship. Um, but don't you think that maybe it's because because of us? What you mean? Like we said at the beginning of the podcast, um, guided, guided, um, what do we say? When guided said, dreams. Yeah, guided dreams versus not guided dreams. Yeah. We, I think, um, had a lot to do with the upbringing of the new generation. What do you mean? Why do you mean that? Because, like, we're like, we're like brothers. Most of us, like, brothers or sometimes even just, like, mentors or friends of the 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 generation, the the newest generation. Yeah. So we kind of are taking our parents' generation, learning from that, you know, and then we're kind of passing on that and what we know to yeah. that generation, yeah. and they're listening to us. I feel like our generation is going to be something to study because it's like, what is it? There's generation, there's the the baby boomers, right? And then there's our parents. I don't know what they are. And then there's us, the millennials. And well, I thought our parents were the baby boomers. No, the boomers, what are the different generations? I mean, you might be right, you might be right. I don't think my mom is a boomer, though. Boomers are old as fuck. I think, I think they are boomers. So, the yeah, you're right. Baby boomers, comprehensive list of generation names. <clears throat> okay, so 1948 to 1964, baby boomers. 19 what? Hold on, hold on, let me go back. I'm sorry. So 1900 to 1924 is the GI generation. Uh, 1925 to 1945 is the traditionalists. Or silent generation. Silent. Oh. Nineteen forty six to nineteen sixty four is the baby boomers. Yeah. Nineteen sixty five to nineteen seventy nine. Those are our parents. Those are the thirteeners or Generation X. My mom. My, my mom is a boomer. Okay. My mom is Generation X. Um, generation X. I thought Generation X is what it is now. No, I'm getting there. Um, nineteen eighty to the late nineteen nineties. Millennials. Millennials or Generation Y. And right now, from the late 90s to the 2010s, is Gen Z. Oh, Gen Z. Yeah, Gen Z, okay. iGen, or Centennials. So, yeah. And it's crazy because the boomers. What's after Z? Huh? I don't know. Go back to A, I guess. <laughs> huh. Okay, go ahead. But boomers are some of the most closed-minded conservative people I've ever met in my life, except for the hippies. I cannot disagree with you. Like, they are some of the most closed-minded people. Uh-huh. Like, they are the ones that, oh, like, yeah. like, 
reefer madness just say no uh-huh. you know what i'm saying and i saw i saw the perf- you, i saw the perfect gif it it said um it said uh it said uh they smoke reefer in front of their children says the generation that smokes cigarettes in restaurants <laughs> yeah like you know what makes it even it worse it couldn't be more spot on what makes it even worse is that the boomers are the ones that's really running the world still. They are. They are. We talked about that on the last episode. Yeah. That shit is nuts. So all that closed mindedness is, is literally is the running world. the country. Yeah. But it's like it's so crazy because you can tell you can still tell the mind state of the government, but you can tell that the mind state of the people is not the same. You know what what I what I wonder is what happened between the Generation X and the millennials. The reason why we are vastly more open-minded than even what Generation X was compared uh, to baby boomers. Crack. <laughs> no, that's that's pretty that's, fucking much. Crack. That's that's that's. Listen, crack killed an entire. Generation, but bro. no, that's black people. Well, the direct, no, that's no, what, no. I'm sorry. There are. I would say cocaine. There are no. There are co- cocaine. There, mm, mm, mm. Because okay, think bigger. No, no, there are white crackheads of many. No, they are. But how do you make crack with cocaine? Yeah. So so it's it's cocaine. It is cocaine, but it's crack. <laughs> it's a whole. That's a different drug right there. That motherfucker hits you way quicker. I Fuck wouldn't up. know. So I wouldn't know what I'm saying is for us, bro, this is what you got to understand about us. Right. We were, I was born, we were 89. You were born in now, right? Yeah. 89. The nineties. We lived through the nineties and all that that had to bring. We that lived was a great through, time. Yeah. I'm not saying it wasn't, it was a bad time. We lived through. 9-11 that we were just talking about. We mm-hmm. lived through Bill Clinton getting his dick sucked. Mm-hmm. We lived through Obama. Pimp, pimp. We lived through Donald Trump. We lived through the coronavirus. We lived through uh, technology. We we lived through a technology wave. The technology that, boom. Uh, the, the technology boom. The internet that, boom. That, uh, the internet boom the that internet our boom. parents still don't understand. Yeah. My mama still can't figure it out, figure out everything. That has to yeah, do with the computer. internet didn't begin to what? What was it? Nineteen eighty six. Yeah, but it but they weren't using the motherfucker. Yeah, I, that's when it like first started. Yeah, eighty five or eighty six. I think. I think. I may be wrong. I'm probably wrong. But yeah. Anyway, we, yeah, we we grew up with the internet. Yeah, I remember. I I remember when being very young, and my grandma's house listening to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. When it, when you got the the uh, these kids will never know the struggle of dial up boy, oh my mm-hmm. god no, oh my god porn that's, that's true For, forget about it. it not 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 videos took you hours to download some shit I wasn't even horny no more like man fuck this pinky video that is so true Tony I remember that's so true. I remember, boy, watching a little, watching a little box, the Windows XP box with the green bars, 
and the uh and and the and the file going from folder to folder, and you just sitting there watching it. Man, this shit's still at thirty percent. Yeah. <laughs> Kids ain't got no shit about that. No, and then we also lived through Nintendo, Sega Genesis. Nintendo's uh, PlayStation, Nintendo 64. That's a good time. Nintendo Dreamcast, GameCube, PS2, Xbox, Xbox 360, PS3. Oh my God. Um, um, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, um, uh, Game Boy Color, all of that shit. We lived through all of that shit. I don't see how the hell you forgot Atari. We didn't live through Atari. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. That was before us. No. Yes, was that not. was before us. No. Yes, it was. No, no. Oh my God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick your ass. No. All right, you want to do this? Because I I played Atari when I was. We came in at Atari, I think. Okay, when did Atari come out? September eleventh, nineteen seventy seven. Seventy seven. Hmm. Yes. Nineteen. <laughs> you, you lying? Seventy seven. Josh. Josh. Hello. 1977. When did Nintendo come out? A lot of this shit came out before he was born. Nintendo came out July 15, 1983. Bro, Atari was founded in 1987. No, it was not. Gee, it says it right here. When did... Atari was founded... In 1987 in Sunnyvale, California. Let me see. No, bro. What was that? Hold on. I'm telling you. Atari Atari first entered the home market with its 1975 electronic table tennis game, Pong. Where's... I know Pong was back then, so I... I but it's true. But it's true game. But it's true game changer came out two years later. Atari twenty six hundred video computer system. The twenty six hundred had better games, more colorful graphics, and sharper sound. This is nineteen seventy seven. Okay. okay. I'm telling you. No, because you said Pong, and I and I and I know Pong is super old. So okay, you're right. You're right. All right. But uh, how many Atari's were there? You know, I ain't never looked that shit up. That's interesting. If he came out in 1977. Sega came out in 83, too. 83? Yep. Nintendo came out in 83. Sega came out in 83. That must have been... Bro, you got to understand. A lot of this wow. shit came down from Japan. And, and that's what I was going to say. It was in Japan first and then it migrated to America yeah. because... I want to argue that when, by the time it came to America, was not in fucking 1983. Like, okay, so let's say when did they come to America? But then again, I don't know. I was a baby then, so I don't know. 85. Okay, I wasn't even born then. I was. I was. It, it still seemed like it wasn't that old. So during 1984, but Sega opened its are. European division of arcade distribution, Sega Europe. It re-entered the North American arcade market in 1985 with the set with the establishment of Sega Enterprises USA at the end of a deal with Bally. I'll be watching. Um, like there's these there's these. So when when did the Sega Genesis come out? What Sega Genesis? 83. No, no, Sega. It's like a Genesis. 
88. Okay. That's why. Yeah. Okay. But what game was you playing in 89? Sonic. You weren't playing no game when you was in diapers, nigga. Yes, the fuck I was. When you was born. Yes. When you was. No, no. I'm talking shit. I was two. So 91. Yeah. Okay. We weren't playing no games in 89. I've been playing games since I was at least two. Yeah, me too. I remember I remember the first time I played a game, I was over at my uncle's house and I was I, I couldn't figure out how to play, so I was mashing the buttons. And I was mashing the buttons so hard that I got a blister on my thumb. A huge blister on my thumb. Yep. Yep. That's the old way. Getting calluses in your fucking thumbs. I had it I it was it was it had like it was big, mm-hmm. it had like water in it and shit. Yep. That shit hurt like a bitch. Cause I remember my Uncle Joe, he introduced me to Atari because he had one. And I think maybe when I was two, three, or three, maybe three, um, my brother had got a Sega Genesis. I remember being in his room playing Sonic 1. Yeah, that's exactly what it looked like. That bitch hurt like hell. <laughs> Friction blister. Yeah. As I watch it. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh my god. I remember god. getting it from playing Street Fighter. Oh my god. All the time. So anyway, I gamers, think gamers know that's a gamer's thumb. That's I what it's called. Gamer's thumb. Gamer's thumb. I think we could wrap there. Yeah. I got an early morning. It is pretty freaking late. You know, over here in the mid what are we? What? Midwest. Oh. Yeah, Midwest. I've never understood why they call Michigan the Midwest. Ain't nothing west about us. I, I, me neither. We're closer to the East Coast than the Midwest. Yes, we are. It doesn't make sense. Nope. So anyway, take us out, Josh. What you got for us? Nothing. Nothing that I can think of at the moment. But anyways... This is another episode of the FUE Lit Podcast. The podcast that's for you whenever love is torture. If you got this far in this podcast and you can fuck with us, we fuck with you. We love you. And if you don't fuck with us, oh well. Eventually you will. But fuck you, we lit. Peace. FUE Lit. FUE Lit on all platforms. That's F-U-W-E-L-I-T. And please follow our link tree. That's link.com. That's linktr.ee slash F-U-E lit. Linktr.ee slash F-U-E lit. You're supposed to do that before the outro. Oh. Anyways. <laughs>